Sorry, assholes, your quiet day at the office is about to get severely fucked up. Welcome back to the After Action Review. You know me. I'm Nick Guy, the world's most okayest Green Beret. And in keeping in our tradition of adding a little bit of excellence to the show, and I bring on only the most excellent of guests, we got Jason today. Jason, you guys know him as James Powell on Twitter. Ten years in the core as a knuckle dragger and the grunt that we love, and then as a aircraft recovery specialist and then he went over to the agency and uh did some time as a staff operations officer jason thanks for coming on dude thanks for having me man it's about it's been a minute we needed to be together I, dude this has been like weeks in the making yeah. <laughs> yeah. And i'm so glad to get you on same so uh before you go any further you know i had to plug the product Solatac, guys, Southern Louisiana Tactical, Solatac. You guys know Demps. He's on Twitter, and he has he spent his entire life in emergency medicine, trauma management, doing offshore medical work on offshore oil rigs. And he is creating the, in my opinion, the finest IFACs that money can buy outside, like the normal defense you know procurement route this is your best bang for your buck it's super tiny it's super small fits in your car fits into your backpack throw it on your boogaloo kit whatever you want to do it's right here it's got everything you need with all the same components that i used and james used when uh we were doing much cooler stuff than we are today so check it out solattack.com all right jason let's just kick it off dude all right big news today um rocket attack yeah. in Iraq. And th this is kind of still a developing story, so we don't know really who's responsible. I mean, we can all take our guesses as to what, but basically three coalition troops, two Americans and one Brit were killed at Camp Taji in Iraq. Um, I mean, we've, we've, been, we've been seeing this for years. I mean, in your opinion, is it, was this just a continuation of, of Iranian proxies doing what Iranian proxies do? Yeah, I believe so. As soon as I saw this story, I, I think it's, um, you know, as tragic as it is, it's it's just Iran continuing to do what they do, you know, give the marching orders. And uh, I'd say it, but reap the benefits of watching us mourn, you know, more of our people getting killed. I mean, it's just, I mean, God, you hate to say it, but it's it's Groundhog Day. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. for, for far and away, combat operations have cease on a whole obviously yeah. special operations are still doing their thing in syria and northern iraq we just lost those two marine raiders in northern iraq uh over the weekend and word on the street says that that was a nasty firefight um 
I, I don't know much personally about it, but but a, a bunch of media types were saying that CAG had to end up going in there, rolling heavy to recover the bodies because it was just that brutal of a fight. Um, but Camp Taji, man, that's that's like those are support kids, and you know, kids just kind of riding out their nine month their nine month trip to the Middle East, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's it's sad, you know, it's it's, and I would say these days most kids joining know that there is a less of a chance, but now there's still a chance that they're going to end up over there, you know, but something like this, you know, um, nobody expects it, you know? No. And, you know, it, it's a rocket attack. Like that's, that's like, that's the worst too. Cause you know, they're just, they're minding their business. Chances are the kids were walking out of the DFAC or heading over from the green bean. So it's, I don't know, man, like I don't, can we do you ever foresee? Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, that was awful. My bad. Um, but I mean, are, I mean, are you ever foreseeing like us getting out of this quagmire? I mean, we we we've said it all. We're all on Twitter. We're all, you know, throwing our good ideas out and with our feelings on. Endless quagmires and operations in the Middle East. I mean, it, is is there a legitimate way out? I, me, not being an expert on you know uh, world affairs, um, I, I don't think we'll ever one hundred percent be out of the country. You know, um, look at let's for example Somalia. We were there in what 92, 93, 94, a little bit of ninety five, and then everybody forgot about it. You know, after the whole um, battle of Mogadishu, and then. But we're still there. We still have people there. I think as long as there's at least intel to collect on the ground, there's going to be Americans there. So the chances of them being hurt or killed are, are still there. I mean, and you're right. I mean, it's a reality of, of, of the world. You know, we can't, we can't go back to that, that early 20th century isolationism because the, no. that's, not, that's not the way the world works anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, we, we have to find, we're going to have to like find a happy medium so that we Absolutely. don't just have, we don't have just kids sitting in Camp Taji. Yeah. Like, and doing what? Like, it, I don't even think they're like running logistics or anything anymore. Yeah. Like, they're just there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think anybody needs to die. No. And not for that. No. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what goes on. I mean, I mean, God, the last time we had a run-in with, you know, with a situation like this, we retaliated, and the world lost its collective mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, everybody was prepping for World War III yeah. over, over a targeted killing. Um, I mean, I, are we going to see I mean, is this is this the new reality for Iran? I mean, they kill some of our people, we kill somebody high ranking, and everybody freaks out for you know two weeks, and it's back to business. I think, um, in my opinion, I think if something like this or any incident uh, after this um, can be beyond the shadow of a doubt proven that it was Iran, you know, Iran, like you know, um, whether it's through. Uh, you know, video or whatever it is, whatever the intel says, I think that, yeah, I think we'll retaliate. And I, my issue would be how much does it escalate? You know, before it was, you know, um, it was very limited, the response. So 
I, I, that's my fear is that it would escalate. And some of these kids, as you said, will end up, you know, being uh, thrown in the meat grinder because of it. So, I mean, is that just, do we resign ourselves to this, this cycle of limited retaliation? Nobody learns. A, I mean, and I know it, there's no easy answer. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody, <laughs> You know, everybody that wants to just, yeah, let's teach them a lesson. Yeah. But, you know, what does that lead to is war, exactly. and that's not good. But, you know, if we just kill, all right, one or two high-ranking people, maybe they're not getting the message, and then this exactly. continues. Yeah. It's a no-win situation, man, honestly. No. Like, the second that we stepped foot in the Middle East, we kind of – we made our bed. Like, yeah. We definitely so. kicked the hornet's nest there, you know. Good God. Um, yeah. And, and, and again, there's like, it's like when you, you know, you're, you're walking through the mud and you get your boot stuck in the mud. It's like, you're going to pay a price. You might lose your boot pulling your foot out, but you know, and that's how it is in the Middle East. We're going to, we're going to get bloodied while we're there. But if we don't, if we're not there, at least in a limited capacity, you know, who knows? I hate to say it, God, I hate to sound like the cliche, but it may come to our backyard and you know, who knows, you know? I mean, God, and, no, and nobody wants that. I mean, you don't want to no. let these, you know, that, that's, a, that's a doomsday scenario. Yes. Like one of these that's terror organizations somehow develops unchecked. They're somehow able to develop like a force projection. And I don't yeah. mean that like in purely military terms, yeah, but, yeah. you know, you know Al-Qaeda had a form of force projection when, when you know, on 9-11 i mean that mm -hmm. wasn't by any sort of traditional definition of yeah. what that means in in terms of military science or anything like that absolutely yeah but they were able to do that and yeah you know and that is a fear i think it's it definitely sits on in the back of everybody you know everybody's mind but then you know i sit there i, I did i did three tours to syria mm -hmm. with a little bit of time in iraq and jordan thrown in and it's it's easy man just to say dude, this is, this is, this place is not worth it. Like this, yeah. this place isn't worth American lives. They don't, they don't necessarily want us. So yeah. like screw them. And yeah. Yeah. They, and it, and it is because especially when you're losing friends or you're seeing these uh, stories day after day after day, it's like, what are we getting from it? What are we like? Literally, it's almost like a like a World War One trench warfare standoff. We are getting nothing from it, you know. And I'm sure. Um, I don't know if people can write in or call in or whatever. I'm sure I'm going to get dragged for that. But I say bring bring them home. I mean, if we have to have an intel presence there, an SF presence, you know, or, or soft presence there, okay, you know. But even then, what if you know our limited presence there gets hit? Now we start all over again. You know, so who knows? I mean, I you know, I, I've I've had Joe Kent on on the show a couple of times yep. and, and you know, he knows better than anybody else the costs of, yep. of war, losing his wife. Um and he's he's a big proponent of, of pulling out, but you know, he makes a good point. This could all be done. Like we could like boots off the ground, we could be out. And honestly, just enforce it with superior air power, which the United States stands alone in. It's expensive, yes, yeah. but it's not as expensive. At least, in, I'd rather spend. I'd rather spend in treasure rather than spend blood. Absolutely. Um, so if you if you can do it from the air, if you can do it with a limited, you know, in, intelligence presence, a soft presence, maybe in a 
like that limited advisor role, things mm-hmm. like that. That's something to consider. But yeah, man, like I saw those two kids were killed. And I was like, for what? Like, at least like in the height of the war, like even if nobody liked the war, like the height of the war, you know, kid gets killed. You can kind of, you know, you can at least go to the family and say they were fighting for something like yes. here, man, yeah. like, and it might not have been good reasons, but they were still fighting for something like yeah. here. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how you, you like look a mother and father in the face and say, I'm sorry. He was killed sitting yeah. at Camp Taji. Like that's Ooh. unacceptable. Yeah. Absolutely, and, 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 and there's just so much it's just not as black and white as twitter or other social media platforms make it you know you have the ones people on one hand are saying you know just back off and turn the place into a, a you know parking lot or whatever and you have the others that are like you know bring everybody home you know to hell with them and it's like it's not as black and white as that because we haven't even talked about as soon as we you know the whole uh, um water uh, uh analogy as soon as we leave you know, Russia has a stake in the in it, the area. Iran. Um, there's just so many other players that would love for us to step out. You know, hands off, and so they can step in. Yeah, and, and well, one that's one of the reasons I like doing this is because you know, like Twitter. Yeah, you have 240 characters, and everybody is an asshole on there. So yeah. I like I like to hash these things out. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't. You know, the way the world, man, like. Russia was very excited to to fill that void in Syria. Oh, yeah. And and now like like Russia was there when I was in Syria and they were mm-hmm. kind of always there and they were painting our ass when it came to like like combined air operation center operations and you know no fly zones things like that razes mm-hmm. everything they were always a thorn in our side. And they were always kind of there too like we could see them like out over there, you know, operating and things like that. And, you know, it was a legitimate concern when people were like, oh, well, we leave, Russia moves in. And I was like, well, you know, Russia's kind of already there. They're propping up the Assad, you know, regime because they yep. 100% need that warm water port in Syria. That's, that's yeah. their, that is their only yeah. year, that is their only year yep. round, not in case that by not ice. change from their from this yeah their 60s their strategy back during the cold war has not changed they want that warm water port yeah it, it really hasn't and um and then so we kind of you know we kind of did that fake pull out and there was a lot of i think people bought into the russian io with with the um like the russians at the abandoned camp and everybody's like see this is what mm-hmm. happens i mean personally i was like yeah. so what what do they get they got they got hescos and spit bottles and like shit pits like that's what they got um but now see i think it's interesting because russia has russia has bought it now they're they're involved and they i don't know if russia can actually get out of syria right now because they're so involved with the regime and now you have all this nastiness with turkey Mm. in the north and now there's like all these reports of like russians and turks murking each other and i sit back and i go who cares like that i think that's a good thing personally i don't like the russians nor the turks but i mean i think it's you can make the argument that russia kind of replaced you know the united states and being stuck in in uh an uncompromising position in syria yeah Yeah, absolutely i mean they were wooing turkey for a while 
you know, with the missiles, you know, um, with the uh, anti-aircraft uh, missiles, and they were it for a while. But then when Syria opened up, it was like, hmm, shit, well, we, you're our boys and all, but um, we're going to step over here and take this and, uh, you know, hang with Assad. And then Turkey was like, oh, fuck no, well, we're keeping the missiles and we're, you know, you know, we're going to um, shoot back. So it's like, it, there's that whole section. Uh, it's like I said, it's not black and white. All of that could easily spill over into Iraq and other areas of the region. Yeah, and I mean, God, I mean, you have, those are two regional powers. This isn't like the United yeah. States. It's not like a world power going up against uh, irregular force in, you know, the Mujahideen or anything like that. Like, you have two regional powers, like yeah. Russia and Turkey, who are who have a track record of kind of, like, being crazy. Like, they do things that wouldn't make sense, things we wouldn't yeah. do. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to – like, Turkey, I, God – that what they did was crazy. Oh, I'm. We really want the S four hundred anti air missile. We're going to court Russia to sell it to us, and then we're just going to piss them off because of some sort of nationalist pride on our southern border. Yep. And they did it. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yep. Absolutely. So I think so, that I, that's gonna. I think that's gonna be a really interesting. Well, we're gonna see how how involved those two those two parties get. And I don't know if I, either of them are going to leave Syria. I think they might be stuck with each other. For I was just going to say, I think for both of them, this is a long game and they're just going to wait each other out. You know, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. Oh man. Well, God, well, the Mena is always a mess. It's always a Mena mess. We could go yeah. on for hours about it, but yeah. dude, today, Twitter, you and I both saw this thread. <laughs> And normally, I don't like giving attention to, like, single threads on this. Um, but it is appropriate. We do, you know, this is all about, you know, military foreign policy. Thread posted by somebody who runs in the military Twitter circles. I'm not gonna, we're, we're not going to say names. We're not going to do anything. I'm sure you guys have seen it. So, thread by a former 160th aviator, uh, 60 driver, I believe. And, dude, you saw this thread. <laughs> like, I – listen, I, the guy and I have had run, run-ins in the past. I, he, I don't particularly get along with him. Um, and then we see this thread because, you know, we're, we're, in the, we're in the height of election season right now, you know, um, and people are feeling very strongly about the Democratic candidates' mm-hmm. prospects. And, yeah. and, and what that means and whether or not they can unite a party. And I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read, <laughs> I'm just going to read this, this uh, a little bit of, of this thread. And then Jason, I want, I want your thoughts on this. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Here's the truth. I'm a straight white Christian educated American male who makes a fuck ton of money. <laughs> Elections can't even touch me. Fuck it, vote for Trump or ignore Biden because your favorite grandpa didn't get the nod. Go for it. I still win. Trump is a plus for me. The thing is, he's still a cancerous school whose only goal is power and wealth, and he's happy to take a big syphilitic piss on the Constitution and the institutional strength of America to do it. But again, I still win. I'll pay lower taxes, and my kids will surpass yours. 
I get why people like the guy, especially fat-faced dimwits. He's the dumb bully they ever got to be. He exudes a tasteless person's ver vision of status. He's what every angry moron thinks he'd be if only the liberals, Jews, welfare queens, etc. hadn't ruined the American dream and blah, blah, blah. My God, it just, dude, this shit just spirals into, and you know what I think it spirals down to? Some serious self-loathing, honestly. I think that's what it boils down to. Yep. I, this is a guy who he took a thread and he took this massive chip on his shoulder, this, this sense of superiority. He mixed it in with, I can only assume, is some rich white guilt. And then he finished it off with a dab of caring. By, the thread ends with, be better. Start treating you know, disenfranchised individuals better. The irony of this thread is that that came in the same breath as just totally shitting on people for not being rich enough, not being wealthy enough, not being educated enough. And this is kind of this dude's whole shtick on Twitter. Was it's, it's just, I don't even think it's a persona. I think that's just who he is. But, dude, you saw it. You, it, it I, don't th I think a lot of people lashed onto it, but I think a lot of people on all sides of the political spectrum would look at that and be like, wow, this is – this is a weird. This is a weird flex. This is a. This is a yeah. weird. A, a, it's a weird take. Like, why would you? Why would you expose yourself like that, dude? Do you have any thoughts on this? Because I'm still reeling from it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know the guy. You filled me in on a little bit of his background and all, but when I saw it and I read it, literally, the fir the only thing, not the only thing, but the main thing that I took out of it is when he said, "I I still win," and. So basically, everything else around it, you know, the, the shit talk and disparaging people and all that stuff, and even the do better, the I still win, that's, that's him. That tells me that's who he is. So I've met people like that before on both sides of the, uh, of the aisle there. You know, it's like, well, all right, let's just, you know, use the present uh, um, administration, for instance. Uh, you know, I know they're, you know, a bunch of pieces of shit, but... I got lower taxes. I got this. I got that. So I'm okay with it. And I saw the same thing during the Obama administration with some of my own relatives and friends, you know, um, who said, you know, um, I, I would bring up the fact that, you know, I think it's kind of weak on this or that. And they would say, so what? He's a black president. So to me, that's the same thing, just said differently. And to, that's just, to me, those are the worst kind of people, like we had said before we started. And, and, dude, it's funny, like, viewing it through the lens of, like, that military sphere. Because he does come from the military. Mm -hmm. Dude, we all know those people. Fuck you. I got mine. Like, that's, that's a personality type in the military. Like, you could probably boil down the entire military into, like, nine or ten distinct personalities. Mm -hmm. That's a very distinct one. Yeah. You see it in a lot of really shitty senior NCOs and officers. Like, you yeah. I've got mine. I don't care. Like, who cares? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's such a, that's a bad way to go through life, man. Like, Absolutely. yeah. God, and again, man. I don't know the guy, but if he, I would have been, had a little bit more, a little respect for him if he had just ended it the way he started it. You know, don't all of a sudden try to half ass 180 and say, let's do better. And because that part is right. That, you know, we should take care of people. We should, you know, disenfranchise. We should, all that is absolutely right. Start with that shit. Leave all that other shit out. 
because nobody's going to hear the rest of the message. And no, I mean, I, I get what he, 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 he was making a point to say, Hey, screw your feelings about Bernie. It's time to unite yeah. the party. Absolutely. To, to, to beat Trump. Like that was, that's the point. And yes. okay. You don't, you really don't need to shit on people to do Absolutely. that. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and we I, all make fun. We've all seen the memes, you know, to, to, Supposed, you know, typical uh, Trump voter um, and the typical uh, lib, you know, all that. So we've all seen that stuff. We laugh at him. We post whatever it is. But this was just straight venom that this dude was spitting. <laughs> and the streets, like straight up, and, this, and I'm no gangster, but if he talked that shit in the streets, <laughs> he's getting knocked the fuck out in his wallet. Oh, you're rich? Well, let's have some of that. Let's share some of that social, you know, that, that social wealth. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! Dude, you know he would—he wouldn't last a day, man. Nah, he would—he wouldn't last a day with that shit. Yeah, no, dude. I'm sorry. And that's the other thing, man. It's easy to be a tough guy when you're yep. when you're when you're anonymous on there, man. It's mm -hmm. easy to be. Yep. And it's easy to say, listen, you're you're a Trump supporter. You're a fat faced dimwit yeah. who's uneducated, and you know and. You know, there, he went on a little bit about, oh, well, you know, you know, yeah, I'm this uh, the quote unquote uh, woke fat soy sipping because, yeah, he's been called that thing by the yeah. like those. There's a group of those vets who are like older and they're, you know, they're they're definitely a product of their time yeah. and they yeah. just don't they really don't give a shit about what you how you feel or about them or anything like that. And, um, you know, they are crass. Like, there's no two mm -hmm. ways about it. Like, yeah. they're not very tactful. Um, but and and you know what I lumped them in the same category as him uh, like yeah. all that woke just... men shit and um even like uh, I was just having this discussion with one of my daughters not long ago she was like uh, oh somebody called me a social justice warrior and I was like okay and she was like is that supposed to be an insult I said listen if you care about a certain um topic and you're willing to protest for it or whatever it is you need to do if that's the name the best name you can come up with let them do it I was like, don't even sweat that shit. You know, it's just, that's what we boiled down to, is just name calling. And, and, and you know, it, and we're, we're all guilty of falling into the trap. I know I am. You know, I've, I've, God, every, every, most of my military centered takes on Twitter ends up pissing off left leaning vets and mm -hmm. it, it turns into a pissing match. And I fall into that same trap. I'm like, I mean, they are, they are woke vets. And I say yeah. that because, I mean, both sides do it. Both sides signal. They signal different things. Oh, yeah. The right side signals to, to the echo chamber, and mm -hmm. the left side signals to the virtue. Yep. And I think when you take it too far, so if your daughter wants to, to support a cause and things like that, that's awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, I, it, becomes, it becomes a mockery when people just support that, those causes just to signal their virtue Bingo. to the public Bingo. and say, yep. Look at how, look, look at, at how open-minded I am. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, look at how progressive I am. Yes, yeah. and they don't really give a shit. Yeah, it's about absolutely. image. Absolutely, no. I agree. Yeah, that's and that's again that that goes to you know like the echo chamber on the right that you're talking about. You know, it's just how much of it is you really believe that, and how much of it is just the only other side. I hate that shit. I hate when someone says, I'm going to own the libs or I'm going to, you know, whatever to the right or whatever. I'm like, why are you even in this game? Like, if you're voting, like, I, I get the whole um, never 
Trump thing or when Obama was in, you know, when it was um, uh, brought up that, that our whole purpose now since he was elected is to get him out of office. I get all that, but we're, we're, we've way lost sight of the, the, um, of the lighthouse here. We, we've lost sight of what voting is for, what politics are supposed to be for. And uh, um, wow, I sound like a woke vet, I guess, but um, whatever, <laughs> fight me. Um, but yeah, but it, gets, uh, it gets corny, you know? And I, I don't care, I'll, I'll say it. I've pissed, I have an older sister and you wanna talk about woke? Like I'm her, her Christmas card should be her sitting in a wicker chair with a high back holding a spear in one hand, a rifle in the other with a black rail. And, but <laughs> she is exactly what you talked about when you talked about virtue signaling because whatever the topic of the day is, she jumps all over and she's an expert on it. And it's like, mm, you know, so she gets mad when we I mean, gatherings. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's, that's a good visual. Um, personally, I, I like the aesthetic of, uh, uh, who, who are, who are the guys that were cleaning up the streets the, with the, with the red berets and the suspenders? Oh, um, the guardian angels. The Guardian Angels. Yeah, New York. I prefer City. that yeah. aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but dude, I, I, you're right, man. I mean, just we, people are divided, and, and everybody, everybody's allowed to have their 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 hard opinions. I have my hard opinions. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really do, and I don't, I don't hide them. Um, on, there one are other sec, dude. I think. Hold on. I think my wife's at the door. One second. All right, go ahead. Take your time. Did you call me? Well, while you guys are waiting, um, do another shout out to Soul Attack. You guys, guys, seriously, you know what? We're going to open this up real quick while we wait. Guys, take a look at this. It's got everything you need. Go buy one, you dingus. (laughs) (laughs) He's back. But, um, yeah, man, like, I I think we... uh, everybody has their hard opinions and that and that's okay it's just the fact that i think people are are more willing nowadays to really put others down absolutely to, because, to and i think it's because they, yeah the and, and and whatever they can hide behind social media to do it that's what i think the problem is dude yeah i don't know maybe we should go back to like the way 18th century political disagreements were handled Whoa, whoa, like, we were slaves in. Let's come. Well, let's not take we. let's take one aspect. Not not we. <laughs> <laughs> let's take one aspect of that. Let's not go all the way back because I wouldn't look good in a tricorn. But I say we bring back the element of dueling. I think people would be more Yes. Let's let's have people put their money put the money where the mouth is. Like, Absolutely. Burn Hamilton. Yep. And to be listen, Hamilton thought he thought Burr was playing around. Yeah. He didn't think <laughs> Burr would actually take the shot. Until so, he got popped in the ass. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah. I mean, social media, man, it's too easy. So I mean, I'm not anonymous online. You're semi-anonymous. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not. I kind of put out there. I definitely was when I was active duty. I didn't. I didn't yeah. play into this whole this whole game. 
Um, but I'm not, I only do cool guy stuff on, you know, part time. And when it comes time to do real world, cool guy stuff, it's too easy just to shut things down. But yeah, no, I, I I put it out there and I own that. So like, I'm not going to say anything that would be overly inflammatory because, you know, I kind of have a reputation on the line. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh man. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's kind of a piece of shit. It, I mean, that's why I try to stay in my wheelhouse as much as I can. Like, I will give my really, really minimal the minimal opinion on politics because I can't say that I'm an expert on it. Um, find, you know, people start talking about the, uh, you know, the economy and stuff like that. I can talk limited about that. Hey, I got paid this week, you know, um, <laughs> and that's about it, you know. So I try to stay in my wheelhouse. Um, having said that, um, if somebody decides they want to come for me, that's fine. You can run your mouth all you want on, on social media. I have no issue with that. But I've said it before on other podcasts, and I'll say it again. If it ever got serious, like, you can say whatever you want to me. I don't care. If someone ever threatened my family with friends of mine on social media, it's happened to. You threaten my family, I will, I will put my little pennies together. I will freaking, you know, fly whatever, little airline, and I'm, I'll come see you. I got no problem with it. You it's know, boogaloo you can time. Say all they want. What's that? It's boogaloo time. Exactly. I'll throw on my Hawaiian shirt, look like TC <laughs> from uh, Magnum PI. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> He's, man, like the black Magnum PI. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's the sweet mustache, though. I like it, man. That's it's, nice. When I was in the Marine Corps, I had a uh, a staff sergeant, and um, he didn't like my mustache, so he stood there in the room while I was shaving and I got to a certain, he's like, all right, start on the right. So I'm shaving. Shaving's like, now go to the left. So I'm shaving. And when it got to a Hitler, he's like, stop. You're good. <laughs> he made me keep that. He made me keep that shit for like a week. <laughs> Wait, you couldn't just shave it? No, he wasn't, wouldn't let me. Oh, oh, oh. He like- didn't like it. Yeah. So he made me shave each side of it. And I had the little uh, freaking Hitler going and he made me keep it for a week. Man. Yeah. I don't know if that would fly like, nowadays. No. Oh, absolutely not. And if I give this, done. <laughs> Matter of fact, somebody probably just took a screenshot and was like, Hell, oh. <laughs> oh, man. James Powell, white supremacist. <laughs> He's done. Shut down. <laughs> He's done. Oh, man. Why do you have to be so problematic? That's, hey, that's what I do. That's my favorite. That's my favorite word. Problematic. When I say something that's a little uncouth, yeah, that's problematic. It is. God, dude, man, I don't want to keep you. This has been this has been fun, dude. Let's get you on again, man. Absolutely. Like this, this is probably hands down one of the the more well, all of mine are relaxed. But this this was great, man. I, and this is why I like doing it because we can jump around. It's it's bros with bros. I like I I like bringing guys in. Um, especially some guys who like, you know, they're out of the military, but you know, you, you, I guarantee you, you miss that shit every day. Like Absolutely. you miss that, you miss being around. Yep. I almost said your type. <laughs> it always circles back to that, doesn't it? It comes right back. No, but you know, military guys miss being with military guys. Absolutely. And so I like, I like doing this. I like bringing guys on. Um, we're actually about to, we're going to start bringing on like some old Vietnam Oh, nice. That's 
to share their stories and kind of get oh, yeah. uh, bring them back into the brotherhood a little bit. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. But that's what I like, man. You, you bring guys on and it's, it's, it's just talk. Yeah. I mean, we're like not when, experts. When well, we talked before, we started, you know, a couple of days ago, a week ago, whatever it was. And I'm like, you know, what's the format? And you were like, you just shoot the shit. That's, that's how it should be. That is, man. I mean, some guys, oh, yeah. they, they can do a really good job with the whole structured podcast thing. They really yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, BK, you know. Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's podcast is, that's legit, man. For like yeah. two and a half hours, he just yeah. talks. And it's he's structured. He knows, he knows every story that he's going to hit. Yep. And it's awesome. I can't do that. <laughs> Probably because I, I should have been medicated at a young age, but I never was. <laughs> So no man, I like having I like having guys on, shoot the shit, have some fun, dude. Anytime you want, if, I, I've said it once, I've said it to every one of my guests. Every time, if there's something you want to talk about, just be like Nick, why don't you get off your ass and have me on the show so we can talk about this? <laughs> Joe Kent did that to me. Hey, I mean, he awesome. wasn't that he wasn't that mean because Joe's Joe's a really nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a really good guy. But uh, he was like, you know, in that whole. When we're, the whole uh, females in SF thing came up, mm-hmm. he goes, "Hey, do you mind if I come on the show and we like hash this out?" Great. So I always extend the offer to everybody. Awesome, dude. Absolutely, I would love to. Definitely, those come back on, man. It's a you have a good platform here. And for those listening that hit me up on a uh, Twitter about my dad, I really appreciate the uh, the love and the um, outpouring. He's good. He's in good spirits. Um, you know, for those that don't know, he's got a severe bone infection in his leg, which is going to have to take his only remaining leg. He lost the other one two years ago. Um, and then today we found out that he, uh, the nursing home that he's in, because uh, he's back and forth in the hospital, uh, the nursing home was in, I guess the governor uh, shut down visitation to all nursing facilities and um, care facilities. So we are not going to be able to get in, in to see him. So uh, it's going to be phone calls and if I can teach him how to use Skype or something, you know. Um, but yeah, but funny story though, he, in all of his um, wants, every single time I talk to him, he's like, Jay, I need a little, cause my parents are divorced. And he's like, um, I, I'm just, I just need some female companionship. And I keep saying, Dad, are you asking me to get you a hook because I'm not doing that? And he's like, I didn't say that. He's like, but, and I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I only have good ideas, but I only have usually better than mediocre ideas. <laughs> what if we what if we got your old man a Tinder? Oh, like we don't God. need to get like we don't need to get him like a lady and not your old man. No, your old your old man's a class act. He doesn't need <laughs> that. No, let's let's get him some dates. Hey, I'm for it. If they can break the quarantine, hey, I got no problem with it. Just as long as I'm not paying for it. Or, or you and I put our brains together, and we make geriatric tw- like Tinder, like, like geriatric Tinder, like just just within each individual uh, <laughs> nursing home. We can call it Quiver or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're hired, dude. You're hired. That's a million dollar idea. <laughs> well, dude, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're old man. I know you know. Um, 
I'm, I'm glad because I know a few weeks back, you know, things were very much up in the air, but I'm glad that it sounds like the docs have a plan of action. Yeah, um, absolutely. As always, you and your family are in my prayers. Appreciate um, it. So I, I hope everything goes well. And, and you and I will talk for sure. Absolutely. So. But, dude, thank you so much for coming on. I had an absolute blast. Anytime I can just sit down, drink a beer, and laugh with a good guy, like, that's a good night in my book. Sounds good. Yeah. So. Same. Thanks, man. Guys, I always forget to say this, but if you like it, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. It does a lot to uh, get the podcast out there in the uh, YouTube algorithm. If you guys are listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to uh, podcasts, rather, give me a five-star review. That helps a lot, too. Guys, I don't, I don't ask for money to do this. This is fun for me, so uh, it's not like I, I'm paying. I, I'm not making any money to pay for advertising or anything like that, so it's all on board mouth. So if you like it, spread it, share it, love it. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, actually, hopefully we can, we can get a little something-something going the next couple of days with another agency, dude. It, we're going to keep it a surprise because we haven't ironed out details, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. But it might be agency week on the After Action Review. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, listening, and uh, I'll see you next time.